0: Good morning and welcome to Money Talk Extra on Radio 3. I'm Peter Lewis. Last month, the Hong Kong Court of Appeal ruled that the same-sex partner of a British expatriate has the right to live in the territory as a dependent. This is a game-changing decision. This morning, we'll explore how that court decision could impact the financial circumstances of lesbian and gay couples. Jimmy Lam meets with a Money Talk Extra listener who moved from mainland China to Hong Kong two years ago and hears about his financial worries. And in our investment segment, I'll look at another Asian frontier market, Vietnam. If you have any suggestions for topics you'd like us to discuss on Money Talk Extra, or would like some financial advice from one of our panel of experts, please do get in touch. You can email Talk at rthk.hk. You'll also find us on Facebook, Money Talk Extra, on RTHK Radio 3. In September, a lesbian expatriate won a landmark appeal against the Hong Kong Immigration Department's refusal to grant her a spousal visa. Hong Kong doesn't recognise same-sex unions. As a result, lesbian and gay people who come to work in Hong Kong cannot bring their husbands or wives with them other than on a tourist visa. This means their partner cannot work or study in Hong Kong or even be sure of staying in Hong Kong, something that heterosexual couples take for granted. The Court of Appeals unanimous decision changes that, with profound implications for the financial circumstances of lesbian and gay couples. To look at how, I'm joined now by Andrew Cook, Financial Advisor at Infinity Financial Solutions. Good morning, Andrew. How significant is this decision? Uh, this, was, this was a very
1: significant uh, judgment that was, that was made, and um, I believe myself and many in the LGBT community um, are very positive about the impact it will have, not only for same-sex couples, um, but for Hong Kong and Hong Kong's economy.
0: So we have to be clear about what this judgment does and doesn't do. Mm. So first of all, it doesn't change the definition of marriage in Hong Kong, which is still defined in the basic law as the union of a man and a woman.
1: That's correct. So this is not challenging uh, the local position on marriage in Hong Kong. Um, Same-sex couples are still not recognized. uh, And QT, in the case, and the lawyers are not challenging this position.
0: And QT is the initial of the lesbian person and her partner who, who challenged this decision and wanted to come into a- Hong Kong. Absolutely,
1: that, that's correct. Yep. Um,
0: but this does have some big implications, doesn't it, in terms of immigration, particularly if you're a lesbian and gay couple and want to bring your partner to Hong Kong. Can you explain a little bit about how it does that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it looking... Um what, what, what's interesting with the director of immigration is uh, they actually have quite a bit of authority uh, and flexibility to decide who uh, can receive a dependent visa and who mm-hmm. cannot. And in that way, it's you can view it as a privilege. Uh, and in the, the recent case, um, essentially was stating that um, the dependent visa – whether or not someone receives it cannot be based on the marital status of a couple. um, And that that is huge. And the the judgment was also stating that because it is a privilege and at the full discretion of the director of immigration to make that call, uh, if they are to deny somebody, a same-sex couple, uh, a dependent visa, that could be a form of indirect discrimination.
0: And that has a big impact then, doesn't it? Because previously you could have been married perfectly legally in say America or the UK you come to Hong Kong and in effect you end up unmarried as a result of uh, the Department of it, Immigration it, exactly not granting it's, you a visa
1: yeah it's it's interesting I mean you you essentially are losing um, quite a few rights that you had uh, in your country of origin um and it's going, to be, it's going to be interesting to see uh, where this all goes. I mean, right now there's still a bit of uncertainty. We have about 28 days from the judgment for QT uh, and the Director of Immigration to agree or disagree uh, with the judgment. But in terms of um, overall marriage equality in Hong Kong, uh, going forward, who knows? We might see uh, individuals, local Hong Kong residents using uh, this case uh, to further marriage equality.
0: And you say you lose some of your rights before this decision um, comes into force. What sort of rights as a a married couple perhaps explains for people who take some of these rights for granted um, if you're in a straight relationship?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from a financial planning uh, standpoint, I mean, there are a few really key items um, that LGBT or same-sex couples really need to have covered uh, when they arrive in Hong Kong, and um, as you saw in this case, uh, QT's partner was not able to obtain a dependent visa, uh, essentially therefore therefore would not be able to get a Hong Kong identity card. If you do not have your Hong Kong identity card, uh, you do not have access to the national health care system. Now, granted, many expat couples do come over and uh, the company that the partner is working for might offer a fairly comprehensive medical package but that's not always the case. Uh, and so it's it's really important for uh, same-sex couples to uh, ensure that they know exactly what level of coverage they have with the company plan if they have one. Um, and if they are not able to obtain a dependent visa and receive their HKID, then they need to look into private insurance locally or internationally.
0: And there are even some basic things that you can't do. Without an ID card, like opening a bank account, for example.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: So this does make a big difference to the financial planning for for gay and lesbian couples, assuming uh, that this decision isn't appealed or isn't overturned at the court of final appeal.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, looking, I mentioned before, not not only on same-sex couples, financial planning, but just the economy in general. And you, I, you, you see a lot of large employers in Hong Kong um, supporting uh, this decision um, because – and you're starting to hear the word diversity and inclusion come up much more. And the reason being is companies, um, they want to hire talent mm-hmm. uh, from other countries. And in order to do that, sometimes, you know, you, you do have a diverse workforce um, that are lesbian or gay, um, and diversity is going to create a much more competitive – Uh, company and create a much more competitive economy in Hong Kong.
0: So even if this ruling does stand, the the reality is that in Hong Kong, gay marriage is still not legal. So it does mean that you need to plan carefully if you're a gay couple when it comes to your finances. Could you give us an example of a couple of things that People should be thinking about
1: absolutely. I mean, as already mentioned, you know, when meeting with um, with clients, you know, making sure that you're adequately covered with proper medical insurance mm-hmm. is step one. Um, but moving on, I mean, having proper estate planning in place is is vital. And people
0: don't like to think about that. No, they? no, what no. Happens if something terrible happens to one of us.
1: No, that is uh, not a fun topic. But it it's really important. important. I mean, especially those same sex uh, couples that have children in Hong Kong. Um, Mm -hmm. As we mentioned before, when you move here, you are losing some of your rights. And so um, if you are the legal guardian in a same-sex marriage that was recognized overseas and you come to Hong Kong of your child, uh, if something were to happen to you and you have not uh, established a will and identified a legal guardian in the will, um, that could cause quite a few problems. Uh, After Mm -hmm. passing, the child could go into the care of the state and then it would become an application process essentially to see who should be the legal guardian so it'd be quite messy
0: So things that are normally assumed if you're a heterosexual married couple just don't apply if you're a gay married couple, so you do need to think about them. Maybe one of the other things is something like a power of attorney. What happens if one of you gets ill and can no longer make decisions for yourself? You would hopefully want your partner to be able to do that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, This is, like you mentioned before, Peter, not not the most fun topic to bring up, but whether you're an LGBT couple or heterosexual, it doesn't matter. These are
0: conversations that need to be had. Andrew, thank you very much. Thank you, Peter. That was Andrew Cook from Infinity Financial Solutions.